Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I remember, like... The, the white girls in classes like commenting frequently about how smooth my arms were um, <laughs> because they were so jealous. That's Daniel Cho. He's talking about the white girls back in his high school days. I think more than feeling emasculated, I felt like exotified. Like they thought I was like different and they were intrigued by me. But at the same time, it always fell short of like sexual or even attraction. They were interested in learning about me, but never, like, considered me an option. I'm Deborah Jian Lee, and this is Kaleidoscope. So, Daniel edits Inheritance. It's a magazine about Asian-American identity, culture, and faith. And in this conversation, we're talking about the stereotype of the sexless Asian-American man and how it's all over our culture and our media. The Asian-American male is always playing this, like, emasculated, very nerdy, like, gamer-slash-hacker kind of thing. And so when we grew up with only white representation, we had to assimilate and pretend to be white. For Latinos, it's always, like, the gangster, the mobster, like, the criminal, the immigrant. We had to pretend to be somebody we were not and have parents that we didn't have and eat foods that we didn't eat. There's rarely ever a positive heroic figure represented in in Hollywood, particularly. And so it made us a shadow of who we were. In addition to Daniel, you also heard from two other voices. There was Michael Vasquez, founder of the Brave Commons, an LGBTQ advocacy group that serves Christian college students. And you also heard from last week's guest, Cindy Wong Brandt, the unfundamentalist parenting advocate. You are going to hear from many more in this episode because for the past few weeks, Kaleidoscope has taken your calls about representation in the media. Remember a couple of weeks ago in the episode called Love and Basketball? I talked about finding a Chinese immigrant youth group. In my white suburban world, it was the one place I saw myself represented and could explore my identity. Because everywhere else, like in media, Asian-American women were either portrayed as one of two options, docile nerd or hyper-sexualized object. As a teen, I internalized the idea that I was nerdy and unattractive. But now, as an adult, when I look back at those pictures, yo, hashtag humble brag, I was a total cutie. And I wish I could go back in time and help my younger self see that. I wish I could relieve her of those time-wasting insecurities. 
I wish I could curate a playlist of shows, movies, and books that feature all the kick-ass Asian American women I now know. In a way, this episode is a love letter to my younger self and to everyone out there who has ever felt invisible. It's a collection of moments when we have seen ourselves represented in all our magical glory. And one of the characters that came about that was really meaningful to me was the character of Unique. That's Jarrell Wilson. He works in ministry and social justice advocacy. And here he's talking about a character from the TV show Glee. At first, the character was just like presented as a gay black man. And I was super excited because his character was short and chubby and black and loud and proud and sang with a high-pitched voice, much like myself in high school. And a few episodes later, his character comes out as transgender and I was like, yay, trans people. I was also like, well, <laughs> no one on TV looks like me. And uh, I just remember feeling both happy and also feeling invisible at the same time that there is no place I could go in media and feel represented. I remember one day after this experience, I got my copy of The Advocate, and I was just so happy because it was centered on the lives of Black people that are queer in America. I just remember crying, and I still have the copy. It's in my room, um, because I was just so happy to see that, like, mainstream a.k.a. white gay people, finally felt that it was important to listen to us and to hear our stories and to see us represented in a light that was positive and not just like as an afterthought. Our next listener is Ra Mendoza. She's a co-founder of Mystic Soul Project. It's a spiritual group that centers people of color and contemplative activism. Ra told Kaleidoscope about the film Princess Sid, and how it offered an uplifting and nuanced portrayal of asexuality. For those of you who haven't seen the movie, it's a coming-of-age film about a young woman named Sid. She is really enjoying her summer of sexual exploration, and she happens to be crashing with her Aunt Miranda. In this scene, her Aunt Miranda offers Sid a piece of cake. And Sid responds with a super cutting remark about Miranda's disinterest in sex. Oh, I might have half a piece more of anime's cake. Are you sure you don't want some cake? No, thanks. You know, maybe if you had sex once in a while, you wouldn't want to eat all the time. Yeah, yikes. <laughs> so what happens next is Aunt Miranda gracefully drops some wisdom on Sid. She explains that sex is not where she finds fulfillment. She finds satisfaction in her weekends reading Emerson, Virginia Woolf, and theology. You're finding your own joy. You're engaging your own stuff. And that's great. That's how it should be. And it's a beautiful thing. But hear me. It is not a handicap to have one thing but not another. To be one way and not another. We are different shapes and ways, and our happiness is unique. There are no rules of balance. I've never seen a character or any depiction of someone who 
it's all of these things, an author, an established person in life, like uh, with a rich life, also say that I don't think about romance really and I don't think about sex really and, and I feel great about that and I am I am fully okay and fully good and fully satisfied and I immediately connected with that and was just really grateful to see that power and strength come from this character who made me feel more okay to be myself. I think for those of us from underrepresented communities we're often looking for a reflection of ourselves in media. And not just one aspect of our identity, like ethnicity or gender. We want to see our complexity and diversity splashed across the screen. And if we're lucky enough to see something like that, it can give us so much strength. So I'm sitting in this dark theater with beautiful cinematography glowing on the screen And over and over again, I find myself tearing up at seemingly insignificant moments. This is Darren Calhoun. He's a photographer and social justice activist. I'd seen many coming-of-age stories about gay guys, but none of those stories were about Black people. In Moonlight, the lead character, Chiron, is an awkward kid. Early in the movie, there's a scene where Chiron is playing in a field with a group of boys and ends up fighting with his best friend. And deep down inside, all you really want is acceptance and belonging. Suddenly, I'm thinking, this this is my life. It felt like my story, and I'd never felt I'd never felt it like this on such a visceral level. This really stood out to me because at 37 years old, I was just beginning to discover that I, as a black gay Christian man, could be normal. When the closing credits rolled, I looked around and saw that there were several others in the theater with tear-stained faces as well. We kind of exchanged that knowing glance of understanding that something significant had just been witnessed. Darren's story is powerful on so many levels. Hearing him say that at 37, he's just beginning to discover that as a gay, black, Christian man, he can be normal, that must be so tough to admit. His story reveals just how long it can take to disentangle from negative messages. It shows how media can limit our view of ourselves. But it also shows how when done right, Media can expand our imagination and help us see ourselves more fully as people worthy of love and celebration and big dreams. Gosh, I wish I could show Moonlight to teenage Darren. And I wish I could play Ali Wong's comedy specials to my younger self. (laughs) What about you? Are there shows or movies or books that helped you see yourself? hit us up on social media. We here at Kaleidoscope would love to curate a list from all of you lovely people. All right, that is it for this mini episode. Thank you as always for listening. A quick note before we go, Kaleidoscope is taking a break next week. We've got some self-care to do and some big things cooking. So let's all take a breath and meet back here in early June. Kaleidoscope is produced by Annie Newen with amazing support by co-founder Aaron James Brown. 
Special thanks to Brandy Green, Kevin Garcia, Gerald Wilson, Raman Doza, Daniel Cho, Michael Vasquez, Cindy Wong Brandt, and Darren Calhoun. I am your host, Deborah Jian Lee. You can find out more about the show at kscopepod.com. Our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram are all at kscopepod. Thanks to the BTS Center for funding season one. If you're into the show and you want to hear more, please consider supporting us with a review on Apple Podcasts. Also, our Patreon account is kscopepod. Or use a Radio Public app where we get some coins for each listen. All right. See you next episode. In the meantime, let the world see you. When they do, they'll never be the same. For the first time, I think, in this kind of nerdy, like sci-fi world seeing myself reflected thought I could be a Jedi baby imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.